This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I, I believe since day one, when I joined the club, I, I will leave this club one day we are still where we're all playing in Champions League. Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. It's Europa Vision time. I'm David Michael, the editor of MyOldManSaid.com and your host joining me to discuss all things on the European front. Armin Mizoyan, hello, back. back from the dead. You didn't play centre-back for Red Star Belgrade, did you? No, I was on the right flank, actually. Oh, right, okay. If you did your homework, you'd know. The glory days, the glory <laughs> days. Oh, I don't have the pace anymore. Unfortunately, we're not talking about European Cup or Champions League. It's the Europa Conference League. More of an acquired taste. More for teams on the way up hopefully, as long as they can sort out their away form. Although away form, probably our most impressive away performance for a long, long time, uh, was actually in Alkmaar a couple of weeks ago. We've already spoken about that in the last Europa Vision podcast, but because we are now in the middle of the group games and it's back-to-back time, the return game at Villa Park is next up. So we'll be having a look at that in the show. But first of all, let's catch up on the domestic form of everybody in Group E of the Europa Conference League. Before we go on, helping to support the show, NordVPN are offering a bumper deal where you can get an extra four months free on top of huge savings on the personal choice when it comes to VPN of my old man said. If you want to protect your privacy on your devices and while you're browsing, then NordVPN allows you to use it on six devices. And... Of course, one of the key attributes of a VPN is it allows users to watch sporting events, TV shows, films, which aren't available in their region by switching their virtual location to a country where you can watch it. Perfect for those 3pm kickoffs on Saturday or 2pm kickoffs on a Sunday for the untelevised games in the UK. To grab your exclusive discounts, 
off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash moms and you'll receive four extra months for free. And there's a no risk Nord 30 day money back guarantee as well. You'll find the link uh, in the episode description notes as well. So check it out. We don't need to talk about Villa, do we? I mean, have you got any comments on uh, the Forest loss since you weren't on the uh, the main show? Just like everybody else said, very disappointing. I didn't. I, it's hard. You, you, I didn't expect it. But then, like you, we've talked previously uh, before the show, yeah, when, when you actually think about it, it, it does make sense because our away form actually isn't isn't that great, is it? So yeah, only two wins in the last ten. I, I try to be, as probably why I write the five reasons to be cheerful, I try to be positive. And I do genuinely always have a positive outtake. I think being a Villa fan... You, you Two wins have. out of ten. What have you got to say about that then, Mr. Positive? So if you look at if you look at out of form since Emery came in, we... I think I said this in one of the articles. We, well, get, get to the point then. Hurry we up. lost... We, we lost... I'm getting there. We lost a third of our season, a bit more. So between a third and a quarter, sorry, of a, of a season last year because of Gerrard. We don't need... We, and we won't win every game and we don't need to to finish in the top six. We we are well on track. Um, it's a hiccup, but it's fine. What I'll say, rational man here, I will say that, yeah, you look at the uh, the league table, I mean, you got like teams in eighth, ninth that have won like uh, three or four games out of 11. And ultimately, if you win more games than you lose in this league, because the bottom half... It's it's just a, a kind of a pile up of very average teams. If you win more than you lose, you'll finish in the top eight, I think, this season. And uh, Villa doing what they're doing now, taking care of business at home and picking up whatever you can away will get you there. But the, the conversation is that's all well and good, and you pr- might get into Europe again. But do you, if you want the top five, you need to sort out the away form and your, your kind of ethos. You need, you know, we've only had two clean sheets this season. But you need to be able to tough it out. And Emery was really good away. And I think we had four clean sheets in the first six away games under Emery. And you need to be getting back to that if you want to be Champions League bound. That's all I'll say. I've put my neck out. His record will continue to be 50% plus win ratio by the end of the season. We're fifth in the league. We're not in any problem. The only conversation is, are we Champions League ready? And that the away form needs sorting out for obvious reasons. Meanwhile, our... AZ Alkmaar Champions League ready. Rear view mirror. Ajax have won the last two games. They're on the charge. Yeah, yeah. So they, they've left right up the table. They're 11th now. They are. Still, I mean, they got beat by PSV at the end of October, but they've won the last two games since then. They're still 15 points behind Alkmaar. Alkmaar still haven't lost in the league yet not yet but that's because they've got that one game outstanding which might be replayed from the 90th minute so unless they manage yeah. a what a weird game to prepare for that would be wouldn't it like the last two minutes when you're lo- you just have to go gung-ho don't you keeper come up for corners just straight from straight from the yeah because if you're Alkmaar and the Dutch league says, do you do you just want to say two one loss, <laughs> or do you want to play five minutes of injury time? You take the injury time, don't you? Because you you might as well stick stick a centre forward in goal as well if you're allowed to do that, and then just I think just... There, there's some people out there who would say, yeah, just just it's too much effort, too much hassle. Let's just take the two one on the chin. I'm the kind of guy who will go, no, we're <laughs> we're playing that five minutes. We're winning. We're winning this. We're winning. <laughs> we're this playing game. that five minutes. We're we're going for it. Um, Martinez, get up. <laughs> <laughs> None of this Emery bullshit. Get in that box for the corner. <laughs> but you might as well because 
okay, it's a lot of, you know, people go, oh, you're such a fucking pain in the ass. We're going to have to get on that bus, travel to wherever. I mean, but no, you might as well go for it. But anyway, at the weekend, AZ Altmar were at the Excelsior. They're in Rotterdam, are they not? Is it? It's Rot- uh, El- it Excelsior, is. Rotterdam, isn't it? Yeah. Where they were denied. I mean, they scored a late goal. Uh, Lado scored 72nd minute, and then Excelsior popped up Sandra in injury time to uh, get the equaliser. Bit of an even contest across the game, uh, so probably a fair result in the end. Yep, Lado is the guy who was he was suspended for the last Villa game, so he's he's quite um, a decent winger that they have. He's, he's chipped in with some goals, so he he should be out for the Villa game. I mean, if that was a direct red, he he, he should. Uh, yeah, you'd think that's a three game ban at least, yeah. uh, but but it, you know, dangerous play red card, so yeah, he should be out. But uh, they're they're pretty much. Uh, I think we mentioned before they're they're playing a similar. It's not as if they're resting players for the Europa League. They went strong against Villa, pretty much their full-strength team, uh, from from my reckoning, and they got wiped away. You'd think they'll go strong again because this is it. If they lose this game, they are nearly they're near the, the precipice, aren't they? So- they're in they're in trouble. Yeah, for for sure. I mean, they would have to win both their final games, and uh, even then, there's no guarantees. But uh, from a Villa point of view, this is a great chance to basically it's a one-two punch on what before the tournament uh, started was your main rivals in the group. But if you can actually get rid of them from the tournament, then uh, even better. But I don't know. I, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion here. I think I'm starting to get the feeling that I had went before the Forest game where you, oh, complacency is uh, seeping in here. I, to, I, I think I mentioned that. I, this is going to be, a, I had a feeling this might be a draw this game after the, uh, and yeah. to be an anti-climax. So it's, if you go in with that attitude that this is going to be a tough game, and I, I think it still will be, I think almost playing in our advantage here is it comes straight after that Forest game and the players will be pretty pissed off about that. And hopefully there will be a reaction. I mean, you know, it's old folklore that uh, the best remedy for a disappointing result is to play as soon as possible after. So in that respect, uh, this game comes at a good time. Yeah, definitely. And, and they know, I guess this time, though, they, they know what they're coming up against. Um, as our friend Wolf left back, obviously we mentioned it last week, was in awe of how we played. But this time there won't be surprises for them, whereas they may surprise us because they were pretty poor. Yeah. So if they, if they step it up and actually play to, to their ability, then it could be a bit of a surprise for us. It, especially, again, depends on, on how strong Emery goes. Does he go the same as he did in the away leg or, or not? So we'll, we'll see. There's plenty of room for them to improve. Uh, for Villa to play at the same level, that would be probably a big ask. But uh, we shall see. But I would expect Tillemans to come in again. Uh, I would expect Bailey to start. I would expect a very similar. I think Longley, Carlos will start as well. I think you're looking at a very similar team that started in Holland to be starting at Villa Park, to be honest with you. What about Watkins? Do you think he'll start again? Yeah, I think Watkins starts because Duran seems to have disappeared with his toe infection. Yeah, and also you need a reaction from Watkins because uh, he had a disappointed game against Forest. Was that which cash did we see on the weekend? Was that League One cash? Oh, championship cash, but I think he won't be playing. There's, I think there's, there's a chance you'll see Conzer at right back in this one, or Chambers even. God forbid. <laughs> Because he went off with a shoulder injury, so you would imagine if he's not 100%, he doesn't play cash. You'd want to rest him up for the Fulham game. Yeah. So in that respect, uh, I don't really expect any other changes. Just the right-back situation from you know from the team that played in uh, Alkmaar. 
Yeah, so similar similar to the first first game, which makes sense unless there's any other underlying injuries we don't know about. But I hope I hope Watkins starts. Uh, we, I think, as you said last time, we're we're less than ninety percent. If if we don't start him, he's kind of the focal point, isn't he? So I hope I hope he starts. Well, we haven't got any other strikers at this point. If uh, Duran's injured, so what else do you do? You can't start Diaby on his own up front. I mean, I don't think Diaby will start anyway. This shows you uh, surely Villa are sniffing around for a striker. If if there's the right you know right price right fit in January, I mean I'm still surprised we've gone two seasons without really having an alternative to Watkins. I mean we had Ings obviously, but we uh, offloaded him. Ings is the kind of striker that I want in now in terms of a prime Ings, not maybe the one we had for some. Well, he wasn't bad for us, but you know he wasn't. I don't think it's the peak of his career. Maybe he wasn't really given a chance. To be fair, not not really. Um, but I, I want a striker. Who, I would love one in who's just a predator. Might not do all the the, the work that, that Ollie does, but I would love just to be confident that a one on one it will be slotted away. I prefer more of a like a physical profile as well, like a six footer. Because if you're going to be throwing in crosses like we were against Forest, I don't want Bailey to be on the end of him. I want somebody who can actually uh, attack the ball with six foot plus of height and uh, you know be an actual real threat. I'm not talking about an out and out, you know, hitman, but I'm talking about, you know, more of your, I mean, Duran, uh, if he was uh, a few more years down the line, you know, there's a good example of somebody you can trust week in, week out, because he has a bit of uh, something about him. But, you know, we're still waiting for the evolution and, uh, you know, there's still question marks over his temperament at the moment. Because uh, I don't, I'm not 100% about this toe infection, if I'm perfectly honest. No, it's it's a bit fishy, isn't it? The legit reason. But he's got he's got a leap on him because it was the goal he scored um, in Warsaw. I mean, he just it was a huge jump and he sort of floated and almost kind of hovered in the air waiting for the ball to come down. So he is that physical. But you're right, he doesn't have the, he doesn't have the experience. He's a physical presence, but he doesn't have quite kind of the reliability yet, does he? So it, how much faith have Villa got in him being the here and now player? Because you could. Even if you're thinking with him, right, he's, what is he, 19 now? So if you're thinking, right, two years down, well, he's, you know, hopefully he'll only get better. But if, you, if you're actually saying as a proper backup that you can actually rotate in for games like this, is that a year down the line, two years down the line? If that's the case, then you can obviously get somebody in, recognised even if it's just for a season, like, for example, on a loan to the end of the season in, in January, or you could, you know, get somebody who's later years but is proven... But you, you kind of need three strikers, don't you? In your, your match day squad, we've only got really two, and Diaby's playing as a as a forward, but off the centre. But if Watkins gets injured, we've got we've we still got a massive problem. Well, Zaniolo Zaniolo supposedly can, but as you said, he's he's got more and more and um, Milosevic. Well, he's got more and more <laughs> Milosevic vibes, doesn't he? Um, so I, I wouldn't back on him to score. But you know, we're not really playing him in the position that he wants to play, and he he should be playing off the right. That's where he's peaked in his career playing off the right cutting yeah. in and shooting so it's an odd one for me as well that he hasn't he hasn't been given that chance yet because he, he's obviously that's where he'll want to play but yeah we'll we'll, we'll see but uh, hopefully Ramsey comes back uh, I think that'll improve us uh, especially away from home what we've just been talking about before Moreno and Ramsey will be big pluses especially I mean Ramsey more across the board against whatever opposition you play and I mean he's good to have against the big boys as well. But Moreno, I think more so uh, when we're trying to break these teams down, like Forrest away from home, that he will be a lot more useful, uh, like actually driving at their defense, you know, their uh, 18-yard box rather than whipping it in. 
one last question about that. Do you see when, when Ramsey's back, does he now move into one of the front three roles, so replacing Zaniolo, or does he go back to where he's played for most of his Villa career, which is one of one of the three central midfielder kind of more positions? What, what do you think will happen? Because I hope, thinking back to that Gerard draw at Man City where he played wide left, I thought he was brilliant there. I think and he comes straight in for Zaniolo. That's, uh, so that, that's so one simple of the attacking as that. ones, basically. Because he, he can play that attacking role, but it also gives you a bit more in, in midfield as well. Because, look, you know, you look at the way Villa's set up, it's a 4-2 and then it's a 3-1, isn't it? Mm. So he has to play on that uh, wide left because he's not going to replace Kamara or Louise. We're kind of fluid with that formation because obviously the wing backs bomb on and then Kamara will step back. So it is kind of a 3 a three five two or a, a 5-3-2, however you want to phrase it. It can it morphs into that with Kamara being that key to, yeah, to switch he, to switch the the formation. Yeah, he just sits along the centre backs quite often. He'll just sit yeah. back, go back, and yeah. But and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So in terms of how you, how you see the result on this quickly? I'll, I'll go home win. But like you said, it's, I'll, I'll stick my neck out home win, but it's tentative just after that Forest defeat. It, you know, you're, you're not certain, but I think that he'll want a reaction and I think the club will need to give a reaction. So I think win this and I think pretty much secure qualification. And then it obviously depends on the, the Legia Warsaw result to see, you know, how the table's looking after that. A lot of it will be decided on the attitude of AZ. Do they go into this, right, we, we're fighting for our lives in if we want to qualify now, so let's throw the kitchen sink at this? Or are they going to run up the white flag already and think, right, let's just concentrate on the league. We've we're, we're got a great position here. Let's see if we can uh, see this out. But saying that, I mean, they're level on points with Feyenoord and uh, 20 in that league. So it's not as if they've got that Champions League down pat. No, if no. There's a long, long, long way to go in uh, the Dutch league in terms of that. 
It's but at the same time, if you free up this tournament, it will help you uh, concentrate on the Champions League. But it, you know, it's it's not. I, I don't think it's that that much of a certainty that it's going to help you. So you might as well go for it in this. So I think uh, we'll we'll know in the first twenty minutes of this game what kind of AZ attitude uh, we're, we're kind of playing with here. But but look at us. I guess where we're in the league, so we we potentially have five places in in the Champions League. I still want us to qualify. I, I, obviously, it's it's hard. It's very hard in this league to, to secure top five. So no one's getting too far ahead of themselves just yet, hopefully. But I wouldn't want to go out of Europe just yet, just to focus on the league. We've made it here. Um, I, I would I would quite like to push on and try and win it. And I don't know. I guess you're right. We'll see what their mentality is. Maybe, maybe they, they'll come out. I think they'll come out all guns blazing. And I think it's up to us to ensure we have the same intensity level because they, yeah. were, humili- they were humiliated by us. They won't want that to happen again. And I, I think it'll be a closer game than that, the away leg. Yeah, hopefully we, we'll win. But I, I, you know, I think it'll be a lot closer than uh, that away leg. In terms of the other game, Warsaw entertaining Zerinsky. Massive result for Warsaw in Bosnia. And... Yeah. They, I think they'll be fired up for that. From this was originally a game like it was their easiest game before the tournament started. They'll know it's it's going to be difficult, but I think they're in a position now. And this is what beating Villa has done for them. They've got a really great chance of qualifying here, and if they can beat Zerinsky and Villa can stop basically take points off AZ. This is from their point of view. I mean, if we beat AZ, then Warsaw will be delighted about that because then they know uh, Warsaw will be entertaining AZ uh, last game. And uh, that's kind of one I wouldn't mind going to, actually, having been to the Villa-Warsaw game because they'll bring it for that AZ game, knowing that if they win it, they're uh, they're through. Probably a draw might even uh, guarantee them uh, going through. But I would say Warsaw will win that. But again... uh, Zerinsky have, have surprised pretty much everybody in every game. They haven't been beaten easily when they've got beaten. I mean, we, we were well into injury time when we finished them off. And, and they came so close to actually winning last last week against uh, Warsaw at home. So, they, you know, they, again, they might be out for revenge. They might, a bit like AZ, they might be really yeah. fired up to win this. But again, they should be used to fiery kind of furnaces of, of stadiums and, and they'll have that, you know, it's, it's more culturally... Um, common in, in that part of the world to have yeah Warsaw's kind of- an, another level though I mean Bosnia I don't think you get as many in terms of uh, week in week out crowds no but the Warsaw uh, experience is definitely uh, it was an eye opener uh, when I was there with the Villa mm-hmm. but Zrinski have shown they've got heart I mean they were 3-0 down against Altmar but they've they managed to bring it back but uh, I mean just devil's advocate if both games are draws does that suit Villa? Probably does, actually. Without going into too much detail, I think it just sets up it, the destiny is still in your own hands. And yeah. I mean, the focus will be on that uh, Leisure Warsaw game at Villa Park. If you win that, you're pretty much uh, sorted f- to for winning the group. Right, in the other, other domestic leads, let's go to the Polish League first. The Polish League with a bunch of teams who are hard to pronounce and we, we've never heard of some of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been I've been around this planet for a while now, but still, every time we look at the Polish league, there's there's teams that pop up that I didn't know existed, like the one that uh, Lechia Warsaw managed to uh, beat one nil away on the weekend just gone. Radomek Radom, yeah, Randomiak Random. Whenever whenever I see- we'll, we'll call them Random Random. Whenever you see that name in the league table, you just see the word random. Your eyes immediately see it. So yeah, random, random, lost one. Random, random didn't even have a shot on target, although they had plenty of attempts. I think this looks like a low, 
low quality, well, it's like the mid-table anyway, but uh, Leger Warsaw needed that because they were slipping a bit. They're now, well, they're still sixth. few points off the pace. They've got a game in hand, but there are six points off second place. I mean, the only Champions League spot, uh, is it Schlaschvotzlaff, who are top on uh, 30 points? Yeah. But there's a long way to go in that. Uh, what, what a frustrating game, though. Imagine 18 shots, zero on target. It's like watching Zaniolo play <laughs> kind of, <laughs> in all the attacking positions. I put my hand up as the, probably the first person to put up the Milosevic comparison like a few weeks ago, and that has only grown now. It's almost becoming mainstream. Uh, is there a chance he heard it and you have destroyed his confidence? He's, well, he's Milosevic, Milosevic wasn't he wasn't crap. He was he does remind you of him because technically really good. He gets the ball, you know, he's a good player, he's strong. I mean, you know, similar kind of physique. But yeah, it just didn't go right for him. But there was always something in it. But I think there's there's more of a smile though to Zaniola, isn't he? He's he's still enjoying life. Milosevic started to get wound wound up, and uh, you know he actually spat at our fans at one point. Yeah, he had a he had a bit of a temper, didn't he? But he, to be honest, I was at Wembley when he scored that goal, and that's that's all I ever need a player to contribute. You know, people go on about legends of clubs, and I'm not saying he was one, but. At least I'll remember him forever because he scored an incredible... It's my first ever game I've ever been to because I grew up in London. And, and you know, for me, you'll always be fond memories of I Mastridge. still have mixed feelings about that because I, on the way to Wembley, I, I had this epiphany that Milosevic was going to score the first goal. And yeah. I thought, I, I just feel it. Like, I've never... You know, where you feel really certain about something. And I thought, mm. right, 20 quid on that. Really? <laughs> There's this bookies on the way before you get onto the tube... And I ran into the door, let's say a spring in my step, pushed the door and it didn't move. And it was like my face was, because my momentum (laughs) carried me forward, my face went into the the door and it was like closed. And I was like, for fuck. And it was, you know, Sunday, I think. uh, That's why it was closed. And I was like, for fuck's sake. And then didn't see another Bucky's on the way, you know, obviously went to the game and then he hit that. And I was like, (laughs) 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 it was like, fuck. I think he was like something, I can't remember what it was, but he would have been like 200 quid. Yeah, nice. But uh, yeah, so there's that frustration. But anyway, uh, we're digressing. I'm going to digress a little bit more just for a second. My my memory of that game is being, I was about 10, first ever time going to a Villa game. I've seen, watched them on TV, but I'm very excited. Obviously he scores that goal and he might be listening to this podcast, but some guy who would have been in his kind of mid twenties kissed me on the forehead, like a really aggressive kiss. How old was you at that time? I was ten. I was, I'm saying, but, but, but it wasn't. It wasn't a sen- it, no, no, no. It wasn't a sensual one. It was like a, a celebration. Weird, you know. You wouldn't get away with that you'd today. Be arrested, would you? you'd be arrested, hung, drawn, and quartered. You'd be escorted. Your family would be arrested. You'd be on a certain was, list a, as well. You would. You would. But it, right, it, move, it was moving along. Kind of moving along to the Bosnian league. Uh, <laughs> cut. Cut. Move cut. to the Bosnian league. It's a lot, it's a, it's a lot more more safer ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sort of strange things that people want to share on podcasts, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it scarred me for life, that man. Zrinski getting ready for their uh, do or die clash in Poland. Won at home 3 1 against Zula City. Pretty routine 3 1 win. Keeps them well cemented into second place. Four points behind our favourite team, Borak. <laughs> One game Borak. in hand, four points behind. Can they uh, Can they catch them? We shall see. Sarajevo poised in third place as well. I think Zerinsky have got a chance against in Warsaw, but we shall see. I think they've only come out of this with respect, I think. 
Definitely. We've still got to go there, so you never know. I would rather go there without needing to get anything, to be honest. Just just the way they nullified us last time. Yeah, so back to when you mentioned uh, the, whether we both get teams drawing, I just think it would be nice just, just to win and almost at least be sure that we've qualified pretty much. And then sort of, I guess it wouldn't be confirmed, but it would be pretty close to qualifying. And then, yeah, go to Zrinski without too much we got to play the polls first, and that's the game you need to really win. That's the because big one. of the uh, the head to head deficiency as it stands. In terms of the odds, uh, how's how's things changed since last we spoke? So at the top, n- not much has changed. It's still Villa four to one, Fiorentina eight to one. I'm going to get I'm going to get uh, four to one as a tattoo. I think because that's <laughs> that's all Villa have been uh, since this tournament started. Yeah. So we're we're. Forever four to one, Fiorentina eight to one, Frankfurt ten to one. Uh, your friend Spenabache still ten to one. What's changed, unsurprisingly, is uh, once again we'll mention four to one. But once Villa smashed uh, AZ four one, AZ have dropped now to twenty five to one. So they've gone below Bruges, who are now twenty to one. So that was the big change, really, is that AZ are now not in the top five. As they, I think they were in the top five when we started these pods. They're now yeah. seventh uh, favourites. So that's the big change. I think, it, as we said, it's going to be closer at Villa. Park, but it's a game. Um, I presume that uh, the allocation of 2,100 tickets for Alkmaar fans will be filled. But until next time, hopefully, we'll be on Europa Vision discussing Villa being actually top of the group. They would need Zrinski to take something off Warsaw if uh, we do even beat Alkmaar. Yeah, we need to beat their result, don't we? But I wouldn't mind, I don't mind going into that game against Warsaw second to Warsaw in the group. Because that will definitely give us motivation to beat them at yeah, Villa Park. Am- atmosphere would be great as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, it just sets it up a bit more intriguingly. Do, do you think it makes the the away fans more violent and possibly carrying bigger weapons? Or, or? Uh, no, they're, they're, I think they'll be up for it. Whatever uh, the, the game's <laughs> probably not as doesn't have much uh, bearing on their attitude. Anyway, oh. until we meet again on Europa Vision, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.